Hello, welcome to the Above the Clouds podcast. I am your host, Gaina Turner, and in this and my future episodes, I'll be talking through all things expat and living in a fabulous Emirate of Dubai to starting my own fashion business and manifesting, plus being a mum to my two children and setting financial as well as life goals to achieve absolutely anything. So hello everybody, how are you? I hope you're really, really well. Uh, This is another pre-recorded episode. The reason being is that when we actually get back from the UK, see I'm having to be so, so organised, having to think this far in advance. When we get back from our travels, we still have two weeks before school starts. So I thought that's going to be quite challenging as well to try and record a podcast whilst the children are here. So I thought I, I will get super organised and uh, and do my episodes for, for those last two weeks as well. So again, my apologies and uh, sort of from September, we'll be back uh, back on track. Um, but yeah, I've been busy packing three separate suitcases um, because that's the thing I've mentioned before about the, the packing and what a challenge it can be as an expat. Um, and I would honestly say it's my biggest headache with uh, not living not living in your home country and having to travel back and then stay for a number of weeks because we're also going to Wales for a week uh, pretty much the day after we get home and then we're also going to Italy for two weeks um, towards the end of July the very end of July um, so I've got to pack an Italy suitcase because I don't want to have to bring all my, my sort of really posh dresses back to the UK um, so Richard's going to have to bring the Italy suitcase um, so thinking of everything that me and the children need for Italy um, but then also thinking of what we need for Wales as well and all the shoes and trainers and um, again allowing for all eventualities and then packing my normal suitcase um, and my, my wedding bag and all these kind of things. So literally your head's spinning. So I think it's so important just to do lists um, so that you remember what is where, you know. And I always like to take a few different handbags and all these kind of things. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I've been busy doing that uh, this week. Um, and yeah, it's the children's last day of school today. It's actually break up day for the children, which I, I do always think back to my childhood and how amazing it felt to break up for the summer holidays. Um, and obviously my children's experience is completely different that they then travel and go home and see their family. Um, but we're all just so, so, so excited. Um, and Oscar's found out he's got a lovely teacher next year. So he's really happy. And again, just celebrating that Molly's come to the end of her first year of senior school and you almost feel like a a sigh of relief that not only that they settled into the senior school but um, they made some really nice friends and she's had so many great experiences being there Um, and she's just really flourishing so yeah I I really feel like celebrating that I feel really 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 happy about that Um, but yeah so as soon as we land we're going straight away to Richard's mum and dad's for lunch and the children have already ordered what they want they like um nice soft rolls from Morrison's and some nice ham um and yeah we just have a a really nice lunch and a really lovely catch-up there and then I've got my younger sister is staying over um with us at my mum and dad's on the first night so that will be so lovely just to really catch up um and the children you know will will be uh will be so excited to see her and then just before we zip off to Wales we've then got an evening with my sister and brother-in-law and my niece and nephew and she normally does a cracking buffet 
and does it so effortlessly as well you know just puts all all this buffet together within about 15 minutes and uh yeah we we all just uh, just love an auntie sonia buffet night so so doing that but i just feel so so excited and i keep reminding myself that not long ago we were faced with breaking up for the summer but not being able to go home and not being able to to see anybody um you know during covid times we couldn't travel and obviously traveling for us in the summer is and, and christmas as well it's a huge part of our happiness and it's a huge part of our lifestyle that we we get to do that you know um so that summer where we had to break up and we just had 8 weeks stretched ahead of us with no plans and then we couldn't go home for the Christmas holiday either. Um, so I just keep reminding myself of that, just thinking, gosh, you know, really hold on to that because that is so, you know, something to be so, so grateful for and so excited about. You know, we've got so many lovely plans. Um, and even without those plans, you know, just sitting around having a, a cup of tea with your family is, is wonderful, isn't it? So, yeah, I just feel really, uh, really happy and extremely grateful today. So in today's pre-recorded episode, I actually want to talk to you about one of my favourite jobs that I've ever had in my life so far, and that was being a gym instructor. And I was actually dying to record this episode for you um, because it was such a big part of my life for for quite a number of years. Um, And I know you you probably realise by now that my CV sort of reads like a scroll (laughs) I've done so many different things in my life, so many different jobs, you know, and and they're all totally different from the last job that I did. Um, But I'm actually glad that I I have done that. And, you know, I've had such fantastic experiences in all the different jobs that I've done. Uh, But a big part of me doing all these different jobs was trying to figure out what I actually want to do. but yeah, so, so sort of prior, prior to actually working in the gym, um, I started off my working life working in hotels, which I'd always found rather inconvenient because I was only in like my late teens and early 20s when I worked in hotels. And the shift work used to really get in the way of my weekends and my social life. Um, and quite often you do say like a, a Saturday night late shift, followed by the early morning Sunday shift. Um So if that were the case, then you would have to stay over in the hotel. But quite often there wasn't a room available for you to stay in. Um, So I do remember nights of sleeping on the office floor without a bed, just literally lying on the carpet. Um, And also the sunbeds in the the health club, sometimes you you slept on those, which were rock hard. Um, You know, sort of uh, those those funny experiences that you have when you first start your work in life. But then on on the other hand, occasionally you got lucky and the only room that would be available would be a suite. So you'd stay in in this beautiful suite. Um, But yeah, then an opportunity came up for a job as a receptionist at the gym where my friend worked. Um, And pretty much straight away from day one, I absolutely loved it. Um, I'd always been interested in sort of fitness, um, probably since the age of about 15. And I remember watching um, one of Madonna's live concerts. And it was at the time when she was really um, just super, super toned and super, super fit looking, which she still is, isn't she? Um, But it literally changed me overnight. Um, Up until then, I'd never really thought that much about sort of fitness or um, health or anything like that. You know, I was just being a teenager. Um, 
but yeah, literally overnight, I went um, and started working out pretty much every single day. Um, so yeah, so actually working in a place that was all about health and wellness just felt amazing. Uh, we could use all of the facilities as well. So before or after work, you know, you, you could use the gym. Um, but I think the best thing about it was the fantastic friendships that I'd made throughout my time there. Um and the huge amount of hilarious moments that we all shared, which just made such a wonderful working atmosphere. And going to work was always just an absolute joy. Um, so much so that every time I went traveling, you know, sort of in, in my early 20s, I always used to come back. Um, so I'd sort of go off, you know, right, I'm off to New York or whatever. Um, and then a few months later, come back and say, is there any chance I could have my job back? <laughs> and every time that they gave me my job back, um, we were like a family, really. You know, we, we were all so close and, you know, sort of people came and went in, in the time that I worked there. But a lot of the people were, were there for the long run and, you know, just such hilarious personalities and different characters that, that I worked with in that time. Um, but I just love working there so much that I often used to do double shifts. Uh, and, you know, if somebody was going out or something like that, I would offer to do their shift as well as my own shift. Um, so they actually gave me a nickname, uh, Gainalin, the overtime bin. <laughs> Because I, A, I loved working anyway. I loved earning extra money and I just loved being there. It was just so happy. Um, but my manager, um, Joe, was actually an ex Mr. Universe. So we'd sometimes set really, really funny challenges. And there was a time we actually had a, a weight loss competition. And bearing in mind, obviously, I'm five foot two and he was over six foot. Um, but just for fun, we 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 set this weight loss competition just to see how much weight we could lose. And we set like a deadline date of like I don't, two or three weeks, I think it was. Um, and the prize was just something really silly, like a chocolate bar. <laughs> um, but I just remember on the first day um, planning ahead, thinking, right, I'm going to have this for breakfast and this for lunch. And, you know, I'll just have have a light dinner. Um and on the first day, he just walked into the gym, uh, came behind the reception desk and just put down uh, an iceberg lettuce and a tin of tuna. <laughs> and that was his food for the day. And I, I just thought, you know, I give up already. I surrender. I know that you're going to absolutely annihilate me. And there's just no point whatsoever in me even trying. Um but it was all just done in good fun, you know, and the banter was just legendary. And the teasing and just the amount of laughter that we all had, um, you know, no matter who you were working with on that shift, you got on fa famously with, um, you know, and we talked through all different things. If anyone was having any issues or problems with their boyfriend or what, whatever it was, you know, we were also like a counselling group as well. So we'd all really help each other and advise each other, Um and we did things like um, a grape throwing competition. Um, and I say, how we got away with this, I'll never know, because it wasn't when the gym was closed. It was actually, the gym was open and we'd got the members there having a workout and everything because it was all open plan. So the reception desk was actually in the gym. Um, but yeah, we, we, we thought it would be great fun, the one shift to um, have a grape throwing competition, but not with your hands. It was actually with your mouth. So you had to spit these grapes out as far as you could. 
And it was just really funny because this included my manager um, was sort of <laughs> getting involved in this. Um, and there were sort of times if you were on the early shift on a weekend, uh, so like the very early shift on a Saturday morning, what would often happen because the gym was actually upstairs you could see when people were on their way to the gym, you'd see them come up the stairs and then walk across the bridge. Um, and often if there was somebody coming that didn't have an appointment, um, and if we were all just a bit tired, we'd been out the night before or something, we'd just hide under the desk. <laughs> and again, this was my manager encouraging us to do that. They'd say, he'd just say, you know, drop to the floor, there's someone coming. <laughs> And I say, how we got away with it, I'll just never know. But it was all done in good humour, you know, and and good fun. And most of the members were were really, really good friends with us as well. And we'd go out to the pub with them. And we were just known as sort of just very fun loving, uh, very fun loving people. Um, But we also had a time where we'd have... um, people being referred from their doctors um, to start doing some exercise and it was called the doc spot Um, so normally you'd have these uh, these sessions in the morning where you'd have to take somebody around the gym just to introduce them to start doing a bit of a bit of gentle exercise Um, and by this point I'd actually been trained up to be a gym instructor so I was doing all the inductions and fitness tests and all that kind of thing Um, but a lot of these people had never done any exercise in their life. Um, so all sorts of things happened to these poor people that, that were referred from their doctors. You know, sort of the, the classic falling off the treadmills and all this kind of thing. Um, and I remember there was a lady sitting on the rowing machine one time and I was doing her fitness test. And it was all very gentle. We weren't sort of putting them on really high levels or anything. Um, but I remember her falling off the rowing machine and I don't know... <laughs> how you fall off a rowing machine because you're really really close to the floor but she fell off and there was (laughs) another rowing machine right next to it and she got stuck in between the two rowing machines (laughs) so we had we had to sort of have assistance to help her get out and I know I sound like a really wicked person right now Um, but then another time my friend was doing a blood pressure check on a lady and had put uh, I think you already know what's probably going to happen um but she was sitting on quite a high up stool (laughs) and she was doing the blood pressure check but not paying attention so my friend was turning around chatting to me whilst pumping this lady's blood pressure um machine and the next time she turned around the lady was basically on the floor um but it was just, as I say, I, I do realise, you know, I'll probably be struck down for saying these things. But that is just a handful of examples of the kind of things that, that were happening all the time at the gym. And obviously, we all very much cared for our members. We weren't we weren't sort of evil people just finding it fun to injure them or anything. But these kind of things were, were happening. But there's something so wonderful about working somewhere that's so humorous. And it made just going to work just such a joy, Um, you know, and where it was actually located, it overlooked a park um, and also overlooked a lake. Um, And I think before that, the hotels where I'd worked in, one was sort of on a a proper concrete island um, in the middle of Birmingham and the other one was um, on a motorway. So, you know, then I went to working somewhere that I loved so much 
or I was constantly in, in, in sort of fits of giggles um, that overlooked a park. So at lunchtime, you know, you'd go and have your lunch in the park or walk into Solihull and go shopping. Um, and then you could use all of the equipment as well. And there was a sauna and a steam room. In fact, that's another thing that happened on my absolute last day there. I turned up for work knowing that something would happen to me during that day because, you know, everybody was just so naughty. Um, so I did my shift there and I was working with my two managers on, on that shift and they let me go through the whole day, just sort of looking over my shoulder, expecting something to happen any minute. Um, so yes, I finished my whole shift and then I was behind the reception desk and then all of a sudden I had one of them on either side of me and they were both six foot tall and I got carried into the, into the jacuzzi and thrown into the jacuzzi. Um, but there were people in the jacuzzi. <laughs> and so I just sort of jumped out apologising profusely for landing on them. But, you know, th- this this was just what it was like and probably still is like. Um, but yeah, it was just absolutely fantastic. And I say to work somewhere that... You, you know, you sort of leave work ha- having had such an incredible day. Um, plus, you can sort of do your exercises and something that you're passionate passionate about as well. It just felt absolutely amazing. And my well-being was, was sort of sky high. And I was happy all of the time because when you take away, um, you know, something that a lot of people have as part of their everyday week, which is work stress or not liking their job or not enjoying their job. Um, you know, when you take that away, your well-being feels absolutely fantastic. Um, and I say, and that's what kept us, it wasn't just myself that kept going back there. Uh, my friend Sharon also left several times to work on cruise ships. Uh, she went on a world cruise and other. I think she went on an Alaskan cruise as well. And each time kept coming back and saying, can I have my job back, please? Um, And Sharon and I are still bestest friends and I'm actually seeing her in the summer. But we're always laughing about just some of the some of the silly things that happened. But I say what good people they were, you know, really, really great people. And if ever you were upset about something, because often we we were sort of each other sounding boards. So often I just burst out crying at work because something had happened. Um, and, you know, just the, the, those friendships, they'd be like, it's all right, don't worry. And it would only be something silly, but um, real good friendships. And whenever I think back on that time, it's just heartfelt um, adoration I have for all these wonderful, wonderful people. But yes, so I hope you've enjoyed this light-hearted episode. It is a shorter episode today, but um, it's just such a joy to talk through those times. And um, I just wanted to record sort of my love for my work colleagues and all the fab memories that I've got. Um, And I've still got an urge now to go back and get my job back again, because (laughs) when something's that good you don't ever want to leave it, you know, but sometimes your, your life moves on. And obviously I'm, I'm uh, 4,000 miles away now, so it wouldn't quite work out. But, um, but yeah, say so that, that feeling of well-being, it's what we should all strive for, you know, that, that feeling of, of happiness in our work, you know, that, that real joy. Um, but yeah, so I, I hope you've enjoyed that, that episode and it's, um, maybe made you giggle on the way to work or something. Um, but yes, you can find me on Instagram at Gainer Above the Clouds. My online store is Above the Clouds Boutique for any cute clothing, dresses, summer dresses. 
Um, and also, if you have time, if you could rate and review this podcast um, and also follow me, that would be absolutely fantastic and so much appreciated um, because that just helps to push my podcast up so that more people can find me. But in the meantime, I hope you have a fabulous summer and I will see you next time. Bye for now.